0: This is Looking at the Sky podcast. The
1: world has changed.
0: Yeah. And I uh, I heard uh, there's a thinker, Yuval Noah Harari, maybe you know him. Which nationality? He's Uh Israeli-based, but he's globally Mm -hmm. known now. He's a a historian. Anyway, he said something. He said, if there's a global historic event and you're in the middle of it, it's a bad thing. You're in a bad place. And he said that, and was so right. And now, four months after, I, I find myself in a different city, probably because it was, for me, it was too much. Too so, much in the center.
1: So that's why you moved out.
0: I think so. We have a lot of reasons. You can think about it from different angles. We always wanted to, to, to move to Europe. But once this happened, it was just too... It's hesitant. time to do it. I signed it's now or never. It was like
1: sometimes you need this kick.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was it was a kick. <laughs> How
1: you find Lisbon? Why Lisbon, by the way? Why Portugal?
0: Actually, I have a, a citizenship here. There's an interesting story about Jewish people that lived here 500 years ago, and then they were deported. And like 10 years ago or something like that, Portugal uh, made a law that if you can prove that you are one of the people who were deported 500 years ago, you get instant nationality. And my grand grandfathers lived somewhere here. They were deported to Morocco. They lived a few centuries in Morocco and then came to Israel when Israel was founded. So a lot of Moroccan Jewish people now from Israel have... Portuguese uh, citizenship, and a lot of them are coming to live here. It's, it's very strange. <laughs> yeah, that
1: so, yeah. they come up with that. Wow, I, I couldn't imagine. How did you did you go to the where you got the documentation? Um,
0: so you can so imagine, there's uh, there's companies that help you with that, and they find uh, Jewish synagogues have like documentation of all the marriage. That had happened, and they find your last name or some names of grandfathers, and it, I don't know actually how they did it, but it, it, it happened. It, it worked. They find it like an old document and say, "Okay, you are uh, eligible to <laughs> for citizenship here."
1: Okay, so so that was <laughs> uh, okay. I understand that. Uh, so you like this, though?
0: I really do. Such a chill place.
1: I also enjoyed it. I have visited Portugal yeah. several times. Yeah, okay, well, I'm happy you are happy. That's the yeah. most important
0: thing. Thank you. you know?
1: So now, coming a little to your musical background, we went to politics and all <laughs> the things.
0: To so, get it out um, of the way.
1: Yeah. Well It's always interesting to talk. About many aspects of people, because they have their opinion, and especially like it when you hear something new or you haven't thought about it. You know, it kind of broadens your. Uh, because um, there are times when I feel like a bit uh, trapped in the cage of my own thinking. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I know the, like, the best. My opinion is the best, but <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. But here is your ego working. <laughs> um, so I would like to ask you how would you um, describe the difference between a composer and a sound artist because that I found quite interesting
0: Yeah, it's concert, an interesting uh, observation Well, composer, I think we know basically what a composer is he writes music uh, in the classical uh, form you write notes on a page and people interpret it and music comes out. And the way that people experience it is especially important, I think. Maybe we'll talk about it later because the composing itself happens also as a sound artist. But the way the audience perceives the composition or the piece is really different because in a composing environment, uh, at the end of it, Somebody either comes to a concert and sits and listens or he listens in his headphones or whatever, but the listening environment or the listening uh, intention is, uh, is linear. I mean, you have a beginning, a middle and an end. You are the, you are invited by the composer to experience something linear and, um, like a story being told. And as a sound artist, maybe I should say a word about sound art in general, it's like a strange medium. It's somewhere between uh, fine arts and, and, uh, and music. So you find a lot of sound artists would come, would be just artists, painters, uh, performers, whatever, that went and searched for a new uh, way to to express themselves and found themselves expressing uh, in sound. And the other way to, to get into sound art is just musicians, composers, they try to find a different way to present their music and then they find it in sound art, which basically means you don't come to a concert, you go to a gallery, to a museum, and you find yourself inside some sort of musical piece and you can think about of course there's no because there's no uh, uh, beginning to the piece you find yourself you walk into the piece you don't know if it's the middle if it's the end or whatever just experience it for how long you you feel you feel like it and then you go away similar to the way you experience a painting let's say and more specifically the sound art for those who don't understand or don't, are not sure about it, when you go into a gallery and there's a set of speakers, let's say, or a certain object that makes sound, that's what I mean when I talk about uh, uh, sound art. And the sound itself, the thing that you hear can be music, can be sound, could be text, could be whatever. But I think the most important thing is the way you experience it.
1: question Um, sure what's the difference between music and sound oh
0: now you're getting there (laughs) actually i haven't thought about it but i i would say that music is the is sound when it's organized in some way because when you organize sound would be the raw material maybe and in composition, you take the raw material and you make structures out of it that have some kind of logic to you so or to the listeners.
1: Kind of a word and a book. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, like, I like it. Or maybe a letter and a book. Or a, letter. A, a, letter,
1: actually, a letter, exactly. A sound could be a letter.
0: And yeah, because the sound in itself, let's say the cup uh, hitting the table... -hmm. Doesn't have a meaning, but once I contextualize it, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a composition because they have relations to each other. This sound and the one that follows in a specific beat or whatever, and you can also take it into pitch. Okay, it was the same pitch, but it's a pa 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 and so Mm -hmm. on.
1: There are also um, patterns. I think in music, well, not all of it. There is obviously experimental one, and probably sound art. Sound art could be considered as a form of music, obviously in in different ways. Because as you said, there is no beginning, middle, end, and also most probably it can bring you to uncomfortable places. You know, it can be a bit awkward as you said it's a bit playing with your to... senses
0: you're talking about sound art yeah
1: sound art i'm trying you know to put it in my it's, in my it's head.
0: interesting what you say because i when i approached sound art i came from the exact opposite direction you said it could make <laughs> you feel uncomfortable well mm-hmm. in <laughs> i'll tell you the, the way i approached it maybe it will give you some insight um I studied music composition, classical music composition, uh, the mm-hmm. master's degree, and what they teach you in classical uh, composition these days is a form of um, atonal music. Atonal music, a-tonal if you know the music. form, yeah, you know. What is it?
1: No, can you? Okay. <laughs> let me? okay,
0: let's let's compare it to the to the to the world of uh, painting again. Okay. You have figurative painting, realistic painting, which was dominated, dominated the, the, the art world for centuries. And the, the beginning of the, let's say the 19th, 20th century, the end of the 19th century, people started experimenting with abstract, right? Making no sense, basically, just enjoying the forms and the colors and whatever. So some composer, composers try to do that with music. And when you take music, they, they basically try to take, uh, uh, take out the musical scale out of the music. I will try to explain in every you know, like music, In every musical piece that you hear, okay, let, let me know if it's too detailed or too long. I don't mind. Wow, I, I could talk about it for days. <laughs> it in, in every musical piece that we hear, normal musical piece okay there's one note that has a more uh um uh it th- that is more important okay the the note that we want to reach back to let's say da 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 yeah we want to reach there it has some kind of a, a force magnetic force so the Atonal musicians, the one that wanted to try uh, try and change things, they said no. All notes have the same uh, level of importance. Almost some people call it uh, communism of notes. All twelve notes are the same, but the result is very, very, very uncomfortable. Very hard to listen to. It's like makes. If we talked about organizing music, it's organizing music in such a way which is very hard to follow, very, uh, uh, very non-harmonic.
1: Is it something similar to what is in jazz?
0: Maybe in modern jazz, because uh, well, the improv-
1: improvisation happens, and then
0: they just yeah. Most of the improvisation in jazz is still it still has a scale, still still has a tonal center. It could be a lot of information that is hard for, to process, but usually, you can find that the 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 stable uh, place. In modern jazz, it, it it took a lot from the atonal music, and it's just let's say a Jackson Pollock painting cha 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 yeah all over the place so i was saying that in the music academies that's what they teach you and i had a very hard time with that i wrote some some of these pieces it was very difficult to write and even more difficult to listen to in the in the concerts honestly it's it's very difficult but i guess it's because composers were trying to find different ways to express themselves or, or, you know, make it broader. But what I found in sound art is because there's a new dimension, okay, now we have a dimension of space. The sound can come from this side of the room or that side of the room or from upwards. So you have a new, a new dimension to play with. And then the music itself can be actually much more simple, much more harmonic, but because the listener is inside your piece, you can play with not just how strong the note is, how short or, or long it is, you can mm-hmm. talk about where it is.
1: And once or, I have or, it where from it's coming as well.: Yeah, yeah,
0: right. so exactly so... in space. And once you have the this other dimension you can say, okay, let's keep the music simple, harmonic or whatever, because mm-hmm. now I have a new dimension to play with. That's how I thought about it.
1: Wow. It's amazing. It's super interesting. <laughs> I, before I discovered you, I never... Well, I have seen some this kind of how call it, sound installations in galleries where they play with with it but i i'm not sure how now but at that time i felt it's i don't understand it yet it's like with modern art i cannot say i'm a professional i understand it sometimes i look at it and i have no clue i have to read the description what you know what what was meant and what what it what it what it brings to me or maybe Sometimes that could be as well the purpose, you know, that you don't. It's just the feeling that exactly that you wouldn't know that you feel like it's like awkward with this, you know. About this breakage, yeah, I believe that in all forms of art, people tried and still try to break out, find new forms. I guess now AI will be the next. Which oh, it's already is, you know, where people will. Are you experimenting with AI at
0: all, or or you're not? I'm i because some of my profession is I write music for uh, music libraries. Actually, I think that is that's how we got to know each other. I think, right? I found it on YouTube. On YouTube, so some of my music goes around because I sell it to music libraries, and it goes on and on. Music libraries is a, is a case where you where I compose music, record it and sell it online basically to to whatever, videos, movies, whatever. And because of that profession, uh, a lot of people are talking that AI would replace this profession first. AI for music, yeah? So uh, every few months I go ahead and I, I, I check some of them. I want to see the competition, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Your uh, opponents.
0: Yeah, my <laughs> opponents. So for now, it's not amazing. It, mm-hmm. but I'm sure it will be it will be in a few, I don't know, years, months, this, it's crazy this technology I don't know.
1: It learns
0: It learns That's I it think imitates the imitates in a very com- complicated way Yeah
1: That's The advantage of it, that it has the capacity of learning
0: Yeah.
1: at tremendous, tremendous speed you know, when, yeah. when you look at the first AI and you see currently it's already
0: yeah, it's, sometimes it's scary. I, I, I know what you mean.
1: It is, it is. Well, as with everything, as one person rightly said to me, a knife is a tool and a weapon. So,
0: yeah, yeah, you know, like it. it depends
1: yeah. how you. Uh, I think AI is a great tool. I think it's uh, could be could give us, as we talked before, this other perspective a perspective which maybe we don't we don't you know, come up with especially when we talk about environmental issues uh on this maybe it can you know suggest an obvious and easy way out of how to adapt our lives to nature connect more with nature because as well I I don't know about you, but I really feel there is a big gap between... We really have uprooted ourselves from nature. We are part of it, but we have really um, almost separated. Yeah. There is a feeling. Uh, So I think I, I could bring that back to, you know, even maybe how we build. Uh, how we build our buildings, how we, our infrastructures, all these things more connected with nature, more helpful to nature. Maybe instead of concrete, some other material, or for example, worms could live. You know, I'm just. <laughs> no, you are talking now, about this. If we use
0: it for the good, if we use it wisely, yeah. you're right. But as we know, a human beings, <laughs> it will go the other way also. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, I think uh, if you talk about the, 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 the minor side, it, it will go to the military.
0: Yeah. Uh, probably it's already
1: military. Uh, usually all the advanced things come from the military, like it did with the internet. Yeah. It came from the military. Um, yeah, well, yeah. most probably people will use it to their own ambitions or,
0: you know, And I'm also thinking about it, it will add to the confusion that we already have about what is real and what is not. It could. That's another topic. I can't (laughs) even imagine it, you know. We're still relying (laughs) on uh, pictures and videos. Yeah, I saw it on a video. I saw the picture. It's real. That's that's history now.
1: Is it real? How can you prove it? If you yeah. burn all the videos, you burn all the pictures. Yeah, is it real? <laughs> well, you know, it's it has many has many layers. This discussion, especially, have you ever tried those gla- uh, VR VR? How you call them? You know what you put on ah the yeah eyes?
0: VR or something? No, I haven't. Ah,
1: it's I've tried it, and it's it's getting there. It, it, uh, Maybe not now, but soon it will be to the point where, you know, you put, you close your eyes, you put it, you open and, the, you know, the room where you are, you will think that you're still in that room. Okay, maybe you have a sensation of it, but I'm pretty sure we'll get in
0: there. That just makes me feel like I'm old and <laughs> let's, I'm like, why do we have to to to, to, to keep on develop, developing things? We got to a pretty good place. With technology let's take a break 20 years let's take a break
1: (laughs) i agree with you i think some things well probably it's a self self self-moving vehicle you know now especially in the capitalistic sense you have to produce you have to do you have to you have to there's this um, drive you know the next iphone the next um, yeah. samsung the next Toyota BMW its just you know sales it's just I guess the market is dictating that but I completely agree with you I love actually like letters for me are amazing to receive a letter yeah you know paper it and you touch it you open it it's it come different you know different way of uh, living things are changing yeah um well so when you think about music um look they are still producing classical instruments the old ways let's say it's still not everything i mean there's not like the orchestra sits in front of the laptops and just pressing keyboards to make sounds because that is actually possible but you still have a classical violin, a classic guitar, you know, a
0: piano, which is different. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You know, I heard the uh, Johnny Greenwood from uh, Radiohead. He's he's also a very good composer. He writes for film. He has orchestral pieces. He's a very interesting guy. And they asked him about writing uh, sheet music, you know, score for for the the orchestra people. And he was think it was he said something interesting. He said, "For me, it's." Ultra modern, it's post post modern. I paint n- uh, uh, black things on the page, and they play it for me. It, it took it to, to to a different level, but I liked the way he thought about it because maybe art is not supposed to be in the cutting edge of technology because the, the this this train is mo- moving so fast, and we're missing a lot of things along the way. So maybe. The artist's job is to stay behind and explore the different places that we just went past through. Like,
1: that is true, very true. Yeah, you don't notice it's like, yeah, you're going in a fast train, you don't see what's around.
0: Yeah,
1: I agree with you. Well, then you know, you end up bouncing to the question what art is for? What do you think is sound art for? What is the purpose of it, in your opinion? To teach, to, to or just think, to feel people uh, feel That's a good, good
0: question. It, of course, it's multi-layered, it has a lot of answers, but I think maybe at the core is something about um, the art of listening. Because it makes you, when when sound art at at its best, I think, makes you listen in a different way. When it works well and you leave the gallery, your senses are still more open than they used to be. Hopefully. Because, okay, when I sit in a room, there's sounds all the time around me, right? And I hear them, but I don't necessarily listen to them when i'm in a sound art gallery i know hey you have to listen this is what you came for and if you're a good audience you listen in a in a sharp way in a new way and maybe it it, it takes you to listen to other things to listen to yourself to listen to your thoughts whatever you can take it you can take it to the realms of meditation if you want but um I never thought about it, but it's a good question. I, I think I need to think about it some more, but the sense is, is it, that, it, that it has something to do with listening. And- I
1: like it. It's a good uh, a good way to approach it. It's just like, like what brings a painting, you know, you go to a gallery and you look at the painting. As you said, Pollock's abstract painting. Yeah. I think they bring um, a personal dimension about yourself, something which maybe is deep inside of you sleeping, something which you have been ignoring about yourself, or, or just, uh, or maybe it gives time, yeah, a moment of peace for you. Because usually gallery, galleries are a peaceful place, like a church, usually.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like where you can just sit,
1: where you can just sit. You know, there's usually a bench you can just sit, just watch, think about it, maybe think about other things. But you have in this almost like sacred space, you know, where you can just no rushing, as we just said, there's no rushing, you don't, you can stay there 10 minutes. Because usually, what also happens, we rush, we go, there is like a new exhibition, we rush, we go. 15-20 minutes will go out yeah but that's then there's little work there done you know especially if if the pieces are are longer or they're a bit
0: um, that's really interesting I like the sense of sacred space and church and because another thing that happens to music and happened to recorded music throughout the years it became cheap i mean anybody can make a track there's like a crazy data of i don't know like i think 90 percent of all music in spotify which is an uh, amazing amount of music has never been listened to i i somebody told me that and i felt i felt sad <laughs> but that's life you know it, it's like it's like thinking about people that nobody listens to. I don't know. It made me feel something. But uh, so sometimes I work also with a music producer and I work with people on their songs and it's very personal and they want to let it out. And we work very hard and very difficult on every sound and syllable. And sometimes at the end of it, it just becomes a file, an audio file. It lives on Facebook for like a week, and people share their like or whatever, and that's it. And so, for the audience, sometimes the audience is just somebody scrolling and listening to ten seconds of the song and moving on. And that's why I was so uh, attracted to presenting music in a gallery, because even if the person stayed there only for two minutes. He was there, physically. It's very different, the impact.
1: Because your, yes, yeah, sound waves. and It's a different experience, I think, because in a gallery, it's not only sounds; it's the environment. It adds up. If, you're, if I'm listening in the living room, the same music. Mm-hmm. I'm just hearing music or, or sounds. But if I'm in a gallery, there's the color of the wall. There is the, the smell. There are other senses, which...
0: And, yeah, and the, 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 the place I went to eat afterwards, it's a whole memory, the, the day, the weather.
1: Yeah, it's an event. Actually, an event. well, maybe not so much, but it used to be, a, you know, theater before was a big event. Look, people used to dress up, you know, so we're going to a theater, something which... Something. No, I like have this meaning. It's like also at galleries, I'm going to the gallery. I'm not going to a grocery
0: shop. I'm going yeah, to see yeah.
1: people's art and like I said before, um, people invest a lot of time and uh, people invest a lot of heart. And uh, from that 90%, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of amazing music.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure. It just made me think about, I once read This letter of, I don't know, some anonymous girl um, going to listen to a Brahms uh, symphony in the age of Brahms. Yes. And she writes something like, I haven't listened to music for four months. The last time she heard music was in some guy's uh, castle or whatever. Four months she didn't listen to a note. And then she came to the theater, to the symphony, and she heard Brahms' fourth symphony. Can you imagine the power it had? Imagine. Now we listen to the music on the way, in the radio, in the headphones, coming from the store. It's all around us. But the the silence before she listened to the symphony, I can't even imagine.
1: I have a comparison when you do... um... Before Christmas, there is a one month where you could have uh, fasting. So, you know, you choose the level of fasting, but for example, you can have a quite aesthetic one. You may eat basic things, no sugars, you know, no, nothing. No is sweets, that a traditional,
0: not... traditional fasting?
1: Uh, 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 I think, think you have Christianity, there is before Easter mm-hmm. fasting. And uh, there is before Christmas. Okay. So what I want to tell you, tell you that, and then during the Christmas is a feast. Mm-hmm. So we have meat, uh, fish, salads, cakes, pancakes, both <laughs> So now imagine one month of eating, as an example, black bread and water. And after that one month, tasting very simple homemade
0: mm. pie mm. cake <laughs> imagine,
1: it's like, like you are speechless so happy, you're just and I think that relates with that that because we get it uh, every day we don't appreciate it you know, also with the things we have, you know, it's, you have closer experience than I do. The feeling that there are no sounds of bombs around, no sounds of sirens around. It's peace is yeah. something which is so valuable to all yeah. of us.
0: That's I, I something. Hope, it's I, it's an amazing point. We I really feel it now in Lisbon. It's so quiet. I mean, it's a city. But it's, it's so quiet. Big city. People are not honking the horns. People are calm. <laughs> Israel is just a mess of sound. I love it, but it's a mess of sound.
1: My parents visited it. Yeah. I was... <laughs> my, pa- my father is a historian, so he really likes the times of the nights and mm. all this stuff. So, mm. so. so, Israel a place to visit if you're interested in that. It is. Um, I want to ask you about this interesting um, avant-garde chamber music style. What is it?
0: So actually, tu- we touched. We uh, touched. We touched about it for when we talked about uh, atonal music. Ah, this was my experiment. Yes, to try and 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 find myself in this avant-garde. Uh, uh, when chain. all
1: notes are equal and you just play with there them. are a
0: lot of specific techniques to, to get to the point where all notes are equal or, and, and there's sometimes all rhythms are equal but obviously the, the, it, it developed into different branches of music but you're right it, it all, all has in common the, the use of notes as individuals the liberation of notes from hierarchy something like that um, no use of chords as we know them you know chords are packs of let, let's say three notes that that find themselves to be to ring to ring well to to, to feel uh, like in harmony so I made a few um, uh, attempts to write th- this kind of music and I find myself the more I uh, uh, tried it I found myself using recorded music.
1: Like samples.
0: Like samples. Let's say one of the last uh, uh, pieces I made for a chamber orchestra, it's the main avant-garde chamber orchestra from Israel, from Tel Aviv. They're, actually, they're very good at what they do. But for me, I was already, it was too difficult for me to, to be in that scene as it is. It was maybe even a a parody I tried to do. I I took all kinds of pieces they have recorded throughout the years and made like a collage of audio that came out of the speakers, while the physical players in the concert hall, they played something very simple, very, very simple. Um, Because I wanted to see (laughs) how it works when... Those players, which are capable of of playing very complicated rhythms and sounds and whatever, they played like maybe chords that you can find in a rock song. I don't know, but around them, it's like a chaos of recordings. Um, yeah. So this is this is the genre. Um, so you also
1: experiment with the musicians.
0: Actually. Yeah, yeah. You can. Yeah, yeah. You can. <laughs> You yeah. can
1: put them in very uncomfortable situations. You know, it's a bit actually, uh, thinking about their ego, you know, how how they would feel like I'm a great musician and this composer makes me play yeah, yeah, three chords. It,
0: it wasn't easy. I had to convince them, convince them that there's a reason. And they <laughs> did it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's very interesting, the, the this academic music. Because you can find pros and cons, but the bottom la- line is, if you go to a concert and ninety-five of the audience are musicians, there's a problem. I think there is a problem.
1: <laughs> it's like uh, in, so, yeah, in certain um, events, you have only the people working in that area. Yeah. Let's say the general public is not interested You're doing it for yourself.
0: Yeah, and it's a question. I mean, on the other hand, you don't want to do everything the audience wants. You want to give to give them something new. But there's a balance, like everything else. You have to find yourself in the in this scale. Well,
1: was a well, as a musician, you also do. Um, let's call it more popular. Do you do more popular culture things like music, more closer for 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 coming to the this um, general acceptance of music? You know, the beginning, middle, end, and and you know because there are artists who are have do pop music, but they're also extremely experimental. They're, they just understand that. From pop music, they're earning their living and then they can, you know, more experiment. So there is this, as you say, balance. Do do you also do that to a certain extent?
0: Sure, sure. And I would just say that I think there are pop artists that are amazing. They do things that I could never do. Everybody's probably born to do something else. Maybe if I could do a good, a very good pop song, I would do that but you have to uh, use your abilities in some way and of course i produce as i said because i write let's say a lot of, i write a lot of music for film and in that case the level of complexity or audience acceptance to your music that's all irrelevant the only thing that's relevant is to serve a story to help the director tell his story and in in this situation These questions are are just, uh, uh, they're not valid, they're not important. And sometimes the music is very simple and very um, communicating and I don't find anything wrong with that as it is.
1: Well, you need everything, I think. Sorry? You need everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And... um... I think if you... You know, it's like if there wouldn't be any bad, how you, how would you distinguish good?
0: Yeah, that's right. You know,
1: without the silence, there would be no sound. Yeah. You mentioned um, that you create music for films, and I know that you also do it for theatres and dance, dance productions. Yeah, yeah. What would, what is would be the differences? Are there differences between these three aspects when you create
0: for it yeah, yeah for sure for sure there are let's take the two extremes maybe because film and dance would be the two extremes for me because uh, um, film is very very story oriented i mean when i speak to directors i learned it throughout the years when i started i i i tried to talk about music with the director and it's a mistake First of all, he doesn't know music. Second of all, it's not interesting. It it doesn't take you to an interesting place. Now when I speak to a director, I don't say, I don't use the words scale, notes, rhythm, none of it. It's just the story, the character, he's crying, he's losing his mother, he wants to get back home, whatever is going on. That's the only thing that matters and it's my job to translate it to notes, but the discussion is only grammatic and in dance productions it's it's interesting because in dance productions they themselves don't have a narrative usually we're talking about modern dance so they can say i need 15 minutes of tribal feminine energy i don't know that could be the the the, <laughs> the, the words they use and it's so First of all, wow. huge chunks of music. Yeah, Already? And very, very physical. You know, that's how they approach it. I, so, I see them in, in, in the rehearsal. The how do you narrow companies. it down?
1: Do you, Sorry. how do you narrow it down for dance? Because this
0: is, wow, well, it's, it's, quite... it's difficult. Usually mm-hmm. just by trial and error, I will make a one minute of something. I will send it, uh, is this is what you're looking for? Maybe not. Let's, let's move on until we find it. But again, they don't... And it's interesting, when I, when I send a sketch to a, to a film director, he can listen to it on the radio on the car and say, no, that's not it, and fix it. In the, with the dance production, they usually say, I need to try it in rehearsal. I need to try it with the, with the guys, because they walk on the composition as they go along. There's no script, right? They meet up, they put on some music, they talk about, I don't know, uh, whatever they they feel, and they compose it as they go along. And that's also a difference between film and, and dance. In film, I get the final cut. This is the film, let's score, let's make music for it. In the dance, it's as they go along, as they do rehearsal, I send music, we try it together, If it works, if it doesn't work, let's make it short, let's make it long.
1: So it's, I see it also an interesting point that in film, the film is the driving thing and the music is just, let's say, strengthening the emotion, making it more. But in dance, actually, the drive is the music because they follow the music.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. So interesting. And, and, And the music that Maybe in film, music is more uh, oriented into the emotion of the characters. And in dance, it's more of a physical stimulation for the dancers.
1: Yeah, it gives them, because music can be very energetic, you know, like it can enhance power and it just, people shouting, like in the concerts, look what's happening in the concerts, people are, singing everyone along, so it's... Uh, or is there's this, especially in movies, you can really feel it when there's dark times and suddenly there is, you know, I don't know, the army is marching to the battle and there's this heroic song. You feel it, you are with them, you know, you, they have goosebumps and yeah. it works with you. I had um, them, it's a long time ago, I was watching these experimental... They were actually playing with sounds and what was interesting that they film just abandoned place a factory and they're just walking through mm-hmm. it you know having mm-hmm. some corners but they were playing with the music with the um, horror uh, movie music you know when you have a suddenly a very high sound and even that you get scared because your mind already well, from the you know this is just corner, corner, corner but the music made it like You you got scared just because of the music.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Because music, it really does have multiple layers. It has the very, very basic primal danger or calmness. You know, the the things that we probably know from nature. Boom! Against... Yeah, it makes us feel... And then you have the emotional content... Uh, if it makes me feel sad or happy or hopeful, you have the cultural uh, context. This sound is from the Far East. This sound is American. You have intellectual. I mean, it's multi layered. It's right?
1: multi layered. Where do you search for inspiration? Mm-hmm. Do you search for it or it always sits on your shoulder?
0: No, it it certainly doesn't always sit on my shoulder. Um, When working on an installation, um, it's it's usually from the space. So in that sense, the sound installations are very site-specific. I mean, I know, okay, this is the exhibition, uh, where the exhibition is taking place. I usually go there to visit. And... The space itself tells you a lot because you just you can imagine what I would like to feel, hear, what kinds of frequencies. And that's a very uh, good starting point for me. I find that when I try to think about an installation without having a space and it happens sometimes you have to you have to write a proposal or whatever before you have a space. It's very difficult for me. I get lost in my own thought. I think about ideas and philosophies and whatever and it goes, it's like a mumbo jumbo. It's it's not even interesting. Yeah, it's like a culmination of my thoughts. Who wants to hear that? That's not interesting. But when I go to a space, the space itself gives you hints about what can be done here.
1: Do you have a big uh, difference between your first draft and your last draft? Is there a big difference? Mm. When you go to a space, you have some sort of idea, you write it, and then obviously probably work on it, you edit it there. Is there a a change when sometimes you would even, it was very difficult to distinguish? Because that's what I find with my writing. I write the first draft, and then when I look at the last draft, it's like... (laughs)
0: It's very different, but the interesting question—I think it's obvious that it's different—but the interesting question is what is similar when from mm. your first draft to the last draft, what would be similar? The idea. The idea, yeah. And what is the idea? It's the character, or it's the message? what is it?
1: It's a feeling. It's a feeling which the words create. It's just. Uh, through, through, through writing, you realize that certain words are doing their job better and are beneficial for that feeling. So, for example, know if you write about a certain aspect of sadness, the first draft is just actually writing it down. It's just being on the paper. It's something to work with, because if it's in the mind, it goes away. Well, for mm-hmm. me, it goes away. I lose it after. So I write it down. And then through time, it just kind of distills, you know, it's like, okay, this doesn't work. Maybe it's too much. Usually less is more and you try to, to navigate the first. So for me, it's just a feeling, which is which is actually inside the test. It's not tangible. It's so for me, it's like a painting. It's like a music. That's why I think technology will never be able to do that because Able to put a feeling inside it for me, it's something energetic or something which, which, just as a creator, you put it inside. You know, it's a lot of editing process, but it's just it's there. It's your, how we can call it part of you is there. Yes. And another human being feels it. I think we feel each other. You know, when you go into a room, you talk with a person, you instantly, or is there is a connection, or is there is no connection? Yeah. There is this. We have this. So I think it's. With art, for me, there is something that you just connect on, on multiple layers. There are different ways of connection or, you know, there is, as I said, there are different ways. But for me, that would be the, that would be something, yeah, it's just that feeling, that, you know, that what would, would you really want to. I think, for example, Shakespeare did that very well. Just the, 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 what he wanted, he spoke about love and it chose well, also the form of poetry which you wrote, it, but it just works so well with mean, the words chosen with everything, it just speaks. You know, it's why some authors are almost a like classic eternal, they're always read, they're always contemporary, although yeah. they wrote things, yeah, 200 years ago, thousands of years. We still read ancient Greeks. I mean, it's just something, something right? works, which, which well. Just tells us that some things in us doesn't change. We we'll always seek answers to these eternal questions, you know, who am I or what is love? Why these things are happening to innocent people. You know, all these kind of questions, which existential ones, which I think all of us encounter, what is happening. I personally believe that deep inside everyone wants to be happy. It's just an expression for the happiness are different and uh, it, it, sometimes we are really judgmental of a person but we don't know the background we don't know how it was he or she was raised maybe the only way to approach happiness is through violence maybe that's the way the only way and it's a very uh, difficult thought to process that, that person is seeking happiness through violence but maybe that person doesn't know the other way nobody showed the other way you know it's it's not black and white, it works, it's definitely not black
0: and white. Yeah. So yeah,
1: coming back, I think it's the feeling, it's the feeling and
0: then the... Yeah, I would agree. So when I have an idea for a piece, usually I have like a vague, if it's a sound installation, a vague feeling of what should happen physically in this space. Mm-hmm. But the content of the sound is, 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 is changing pretty radically. So I can say I I thought it would be more musical, and it ended up being mm-hmm. just text. But the how, idea... how do
1: you choose instruments? Also, instruments come as a sounds, like because
0: I think most like, I don't know
1: it's... use a guitar or use a drum or I don't know. No, how,
0: how does it <laughs> come? actually? When mm. I think about it, most of my uh, installations are just are based around the uh, speech and text. And maybe they b- create some musical content, but I usually don't record, I mean, for for music production and music for film and dance, I all, all the time I record the uh, guitar, my pianos, my strings, whatever. But no, in the installation, it's basically around noise or text and uh, some music in the background or something, or frequencies.
1: And frequencies do affect us a lot. It depends what type they of frequency do, you choose. It's
0: huge mystery of frequencies.
1: Because we are water. I, I thought about it. And uh, it's just water. Because we're made of, you know, a, a, up to 80% of adult adults' bodies water. And frequencies very well work with water, you know. Yeah. So... Even now, when you talk, imagine if I shout and you, it's another frequency you're receiving. So your body's like kind of shaking, but it's calm Talk. Yeah. The is like, uh,
0: I had it's a like... piece, a piece I worked with the uh, loudspeakers uh, on the floor. Mm-hmm. I filled them with some kind of material to isolate them, and then I put liquids in them, not necessarily mm-hmm. water, because all liquids they behave differently. And you play frequencies or Play just the keyboards and yeah, and you see it, and you see the difference between a 40 hertz frequency (laughs) and 250. You can feel it, it's it's, and when somebody shouts at you, yeah, the water inside you must look like that at the the same moment.
1: Have you heard of this experiment? Uh, It was done 30, 30, 30 years ago by a Japanese scientist. <clears throat> when he made a samples of water and he was talking with one sample good things, with one sample bad things. And then he uh, froze them and took pictures from a microscope.
0: It was different?
1: Yeah, on molecular level. Like when they said good, good, good words or prayers, it was a perfect shape, like a snowflake. But then it was shouting or, or you know anger, envy, all those type of emotions. It was distorted.
0: I have to. I have to try it myself. <laughs> I will send amazing, it. I will I send it to
1: you. I will send it to you the link. I yeah, it's, I think they also did with the plants. With uh, but you know it's. I I, I do believe that yeah? because if every day I talk with a person badly and shout at him, I mean that person will will feel. Horrible, you know, and when someone comes and says, Oh, I love you, or do you need help? You know, different kind of approach. You feel different. It's, it's so interesting, you know, how, 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 we, how, how we work. And obviously, music has a significant impact.
0: Wow, oh, super interesting.
1: How do you, um, do, you, do you remember the moment when you uh, made the decision to become a musician?
0: I think I do. I think I. Uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to say no, but no, maybe I do. I started playing with music around the, the age of thirteen or something like that. But I just want mm-hmm. to be a, a guitarist, a rock guitarist, and I, you know.
1: Ah, of course. Yeah. Rock and roll. Sure.
0: <laughs> but at the age of sixteen, I went to see a modern dance show of an Israeli company. There's a. The Israeli dance company called Batsheva. It's considered to be one of the greatest dance companies in the world. The, their main choreographer is famous. he changed the world of dance. Whatever, one of the biggest prides of uh, of uh, Israeli art is Batsheva, uh, and I've never seen any dance show before that, and it it just it just blew me away. It was so abstract. I didn't understand a thing of what was going on around me. There was no story. I felt I felt confused in the best way I, I can feel. And the music was just amazing and I thought to myself, this is what I want to do. Oh, I, I want to write music for this dance company. It never happened, okay, but yet. Yeah. Yet yeah. It, it didn't happen yet. <laughs> but that's That was a, I think it was a point where I said, because I don't consider myself a performer in any way, although I I performed quite a bit as a guitar player. But the feeling of trying to compose and being a part of this world of creating something which is not totally understood, maybe to the creators themselves, but mm-hmm. but something good is happening between the creators and the audience. I, I felt like I want to be a part of it.
1: You were like that when you mentioned before that girl, you know, in medieval times who just silent no music, no nothing, and then yeah. discovered the... what kind of music do you listen in your free time? Um
0: first of all I I don't listen to a lot of music. Sadly, because by by the end of the day I, I, of working, I, I just, I need I need to rest. <laughs> so I listen to a lot of podcasts, but when I do have time, so in the past years, classical music, just the greats, Bach, Mozart, Beethoven, a lot, and a lot of uh, uh, modern pop, just because this my daughter likes, and there are pretty cool things now. There's one, Olivia Rodrigo, have you heard about her? She's like a big star now?
1: No. Not yet.
0: Not yet. Maybe when your child is older. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I discover a lot of uh, cool things uh, with the help of my daughter.
1: They do, people bring her. Yeah. Like with your music, I especially like the, the album Textures.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: I was... All of, all of your music is very interesting, but that textures was particularly it touched me. I don't know. It was just I really liked how it, was. it sounded. Middle mid, as this Middle East a bit, you know, this kind of a, uh, you have the feeling of it, especially when you play with the guitar in, in, in that sense. But
0: oh, no, that's interesting. Uh, yeah,
1: it, it was really. Um, It's Something we you know, which I listened to for a, for a certain period of time, because you know, music comes and goes. I have, yeah. for example, now I'm in. A, in I'm listening to a minimal house.
0: Mm.
1: So That's I used to cool. listen when, when when I was young. I used to quite enjoy techno, minimal house, drum and bass, then it drifted and classical music. Jazz, all the stuff. So I see that also music, you know, comes and goes into your life, you know, new artists, all of that, and maybe it also um, reflects how you feel and what. Because at times I don't really even think about this, you know, electronic music. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, now I'm really into it. I don't know I find it relaxing, although there's a beat, there is, you know, for me. Yeah.
0: Minimal house, it's just, I, I really like to, the way they, um, it's almost like design. They pick this sound next, next to this sound and everything just fits in an... In a...
1: Industrial. Yeah. So, and um, what's your favorite instrument? You have a favorite instrument.
0: Um, it would be a guitar. I started with guitar, I feel, I play a lot of piano, but I feel most at home with my guitar and even classical guitar, the simplest guitar. Mm -hmm. When I feel that I need to express something to myself just to feel better at the end of the day, I pick up a guitar. Piano is for walking, thinking, you know, creating chords, creating structures, but Mm -hmm. just to let the, the, the body move on an instrument, it's definitely a guitar. I, I, I share
1: that feeling with you sometimes in the evening. I take it. And yeah. Just randomly go, glide. I think there's a feeling of the riff, you know, your fingers through the riff, random notes. And
0: yeah, and, and you hug so the So relaxing. Instrument. You hug the instrument the whole time. You're hugging someone. It's, it's, it's nice.
1: As as my guitar teacher used to say it, you know, when you hold the guitar, the riff is at the top and it's like a woman. So you have to hold it gently. <laughs> um alan
0: so uh, it's alan, I alan. It. actually alan. alan alan yes
1: so alan thank you yep. very much for your time
0: it was very interesting and i had a great time thank you for reaching out